0: Welcome to the Junk Drawer Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the first true episode of the Junk Drawer Podcast. Uh, my name is Silas Philbrick, your host, and I say this is the first true episode. I, I, released, I released a trailer, and I will say that in a lot of ways will probably be the hardest episode that I do. I am terrible at doing a, a specific scripted theme. I kid you not, I probably did 20 to 30 different renditions of my trailer introduction episode And I still wasn't even happy with the one that I produced. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. And actually, that kind of plays, but that does kind of play into this first episode. I I wanted my first episode of the podcast, the Junk Drop podcast, to kind of be something I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's like a great first topic. That'll be all that'll grab everybody's attention. That'll be all that's going to be great. And I bounced around a lot of different ideas. I messed around with a bunch of things. And none of them stuck. None of them were like, "Oh yeah, it's a fantastic first episode." And so, I, I produced my trailer episode, and I published it, and I sent it to my family first. They probably were the they're the only ones that have listened to it, even probably up till now. But they started bat, like, and then I I told them like, "Hey, this is this is the introduction, yada yada yada." <coughs> And I said, hey, feel free to send me ideas to do for future episodes. And so they started bouncing around all kinds of stuff, kind of half joking, and started getting into telling like stories and stuff of us growing up and all kinds of stuff. And I thought, you know what, that's what I want my first episode to be. I want my first episode to be a little glimpse into who I am. You know, this is the Junk Drawer podcast, and we're going to talk about all kinds of different stuff. I'm going to talk about all kinds of different stuff, and I'm going to get guests on here to talk about all kinds of different stuff. But I feel like I need to give a little bit of background of who I am, and maybe even just tell some story time, and we'll get story time with the bros on here. But, you know, I I think that that is kind of important. And for, for my listeners to kind of just have a little bit of a glimpse of, of who I actually am. Um, and I also... I felt like I got away from the junk drawer podcast theme in, in trying to narrow down and be like, Oh, I'm going to do an episode on golf. Cause I'm into golf or on, uh, my job because, Oh, that's what I love to do. Or, you know, a specific food or a specific sport or just a specific topic. I, you know, I want this to be the junk drawer podcast where it's kind of spontaneity, spontane, but spontaneid. I don't know how do you say that word. Um, But, so I didn't want, I wanted to make sure that I don't ever get into that rut of, oh, well, well, here I'm going to ramble on for 20 minutes about this. No, I want it to be the junk drawer. It's going to be rabbit trail central because I get teased all the time that I am a squirrel or that I'm a spaz and that my dog takes after me, which probably is true. And I'm guess I'm on a rabbit trail right now, but that's kind of what I want my podcast to be. That's the whole point of the Junk Drawer podcast. So hey, I'm good with that. But my name again is Silas Filbert. Uh I come a family with, I have seven brothers, eight guys, no sisters. I grew up in Pennsylvania. Um, we moved there when I was kind of still in my brain formation years my brothers would say my brain still isn't fully developed but we moved there when i was five so really at the age of recollection was when i moved with my family to pennsylvania and we lived there for i believe 14 years um 13 years 14 years either way um and that's really where 90 percent of my you know i uh, my growth years up until the point to where I became more or less an adult where um, all of my fondest fun memories with my brothers are from there. And like I said, I'm going to get especially my brother Hunter and my brother Luke on here because I think that that will be fun. Uh, I think that they'll make it entertaining for those who listen, uh, but we'll, and we'll tell story. We'll call that story time with the bros. But, uh, We, uh, so I grew up in Pennsylvania. Uh, the whole reason we moved to Pennsylvania was my dad wanted land for all of us guys. At that point, there were six of us and my dad wanted land for us to grow up on. And he also wanted to start a family business. And, uh, so we moved to Pennsylvania. I believe my parents like found the listing to the house, and just went and looked at it. If I remember the story right, so they found a listing online or where, however you found houses way back then. And they went and looked at the house. And while they were in that area of Pennsylvania, my dad happened to see in a newspaper, I believe, a listing for a Christian school teacher. He went and had the job interview and got hired by North Rome Christian School. And so that was kind of a two two big parts to us moving. Um, the Lord kind of put those pieces together. And then also he wanted to start a business and I don't remember who. Uh not it's not relevant. Somebody told him, Hey, you should start a window washing business. It's got little to no overhead, and it's something that you can make a family business. You can have your boys do. So that's what Dad did. He started out, I believe, just going around handing out flyers. He got and just built a business. I think by the time we left we had, I want to say, and I could be way off on this and, uh, I'll check with my dad to correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say we had over 200 accounts, um, through window washing. And then that again is, was like crazy. I mean, it, it grew into a flourishing family business. Uh, busy brothers window washing is what he called it. And I have a lot of fun memories and also some not so fun memories of window washing. Um, and so we did that as a family business. You started as you start at the bottom, and you work your way up. You start out as what Dad would call the screen machine. Hated it with a passion. You had to wash all the screens. It was like the most boring, monotonous job ever. It's also the easiest job, but it was boring. And so you did that, and then you you eventually got to the point to where you actually got to be, you know, you got your own belt with your own scraper and squeegees, and you had to actually wash windows. So that was the family business. We moved. We had 30 acres in the little thriving metropolis of Gillette, Pennsylvania. Uh, if you ever look it up on the map, it there's literally, it's Gillette, Pennsylvania, but there's no town. It's just Gillette, Pennsylvania in the middle of nowhere. We lived in the Endless Mountains is what it's called. It's like the foothills to the Appalachian Mountain, I believe. But if you look it up, Endless Mountains, that's where we lived. And we, well, like I said, we had 30 acres and we grew up in the era pre-cell phone where every single kid has a cell phone. So we had to entertain ourselves. And that's where ninety percent of the fun stories are gonna come from because we were we were pretty ingenious with some of the stuff we would come up with with to do. Uh, because hey, when you gotta entertain yourself, you gotta use your imagination and you may honestly, I feel bad for this generation now where everything they do is behind a screen and i fall into this trap myself uh lack of imagination because everything is in your hand and you're not actually doing anything with your brain outside using you know your god-given imagination to have fun um and yeah that's another tangent another rabbit trail we'll get into that on another episode i'm sure but yeah so we we grew up in pennsylvania uh we were involved at a church. All of our friends were in that church. So we, we, we do all kinds of crazy stuff. We would get together at. We'd go down to the local park uh, in Ridgebury and play basketball. I'm gonna get my buddy Calvin on here. We'll we'll have some good stories with him. Um, and yeah, we we did all kinds of crazy stuff. We we uh, we make up our own sports games when you only have. I mean, at the time, really, because my youngest two brothers, who were born in Pennsylvania, were too little for most of that time to be involved. So really, it was three on three. And so we would make up our own rules uh, for every sport. I mean, you could play basketball three on three fine. Uh, I wasn't big into basketball, so it was usually uh, they would, I guess, do three on two and I'll get I'll probably catch some flack from my brothers when I have them on here because i out of us philbrick guys we're all athletic but i'm ashamed to say well no not ashamed to say, I, I i hate to say this i was probably and still am probably the least athletic philbrick and don't get me wrong i still love sports and i still play sports but out of all of us i am probably the least athletic but anyway that's neither here nor there as well i'm sure we'll get into that later um So, but we would make up our own sports. I mean, we had this little tiny section of our lawn that was just big enough for a volleyball court, but we used that volleyball court. The two poles were first base and third base. And then you'd put second base at the back of this yard. The the stretch of yard was like 50 feet long. Maybe, I don't even know. I'm terrible at spaces, but so it was just little tiny space. And we made up all kinds of games to play in that little tiny space. We had make our own versions of baseball where if you, hey, you hit the, hit it beyond that tree, it's an out. And if you hit it over the volleyball, net, it's an out. Unless you hit that pine tree way back there. If you hit that pine tree, that's a home run. And, uh, you know, you got to keep it between the poles. And, you know, it, it, we had we found this baseball bat. It was a wiffle ball bat. But the thing was like on steroids. It was the best wiffle ball bat ever. It destroyed any wiffle ball out there. So you couldn't actually use a wiffle ball. So we used tennis ball. And that was a blast because you can, you can use your bare hands. You could, we still use gloves, but you can use your bare hand. You can also chuck it at the guy. So if you know kickball, you can chuck the ball and get the person out. So we kind of adapted wiffle ball into tennis ball, wiffle ball, and except use some of kickball's rules, but then had our own house rules for where you could and couldn't hit the ball. And, I mean, just we did all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Uh, we had a field... That was, uh, man, the thing was at a slant. So, I mean, if you weren't paying attention, you'd be running downhill and you had to run back uphill. But we, that was our football field. It was our one big enough area for football. Like I said, we lived on the side of a mountain. So, nowhere really on our property was all that flat. Like, that was an actual lawn. So, we just, you know, hey, this is our football field. You know, hey, just use use the hill to your advantage. Uh, You had a lot of downhill slants. Because that was where you get the advantage on the defense. You get ripping down that hill and it's harder to catch you and all that jazz. But we play three-on-three football. My dad played full-time quarterback. Um, one thing I, I want definitely want to do, an episode specifically dedicated to this. But one thing I really, really appreciate is my dad. Uh, he invested in our lives. Like I said, he moved us to Pennsylvania for us. For us to have land to grow up on to start a family business, to teach us how to work. But he also always took time to do stuff with us, to teach us, to help us grow, to mentor us, to be involved in our lives. And I, I really appreciate my dad. And he's, he's going to, I'll definitely get him on here at some point. And uh, so we just had a So that was a lot, you know, I, I know I'm kind of rambling and, and giving a very, very airplane view of my childhood. We'll get into the nitty gritty details later on but so I grew up in Pennsylvania when I was 17 turning 18 we moved to back to Maine Uh, different reasons prompted us to move from Pennsylvania and during that time my grandfather who was the senior pastor of Clinton Baptist Church asked my dad if he would consider coming and taking over the church when he retired and the Lord moved us back to Maine Uh, I moved to Maine and me and my brother Hunter actually moved back ahead of the rest of the family to start work. That was when I started the job that I now have. Uh, I build police cars and am involved in radio communications throughout the state of Maine. So we moved back to Maine and not going to lie, that was a pretty, that was a pretty tough move for a teenager who is established in a core group of friends, but the Lord moved us and I would never, I don't regret any of it. I don't, wouldn't ever want to move back to where we were. I love the state of Maine. I love where we are now. So we moved back to Maine and been here now for, I think we're going into our seventh year, sixth year, something like that. I met my wife here. Um, she was involved in the church and uh, I'll definitely get her on here at some point And we'll tell a little bit of our story. And we now have our first child, our son, Eric, and we're thriving in the state of Maine. Love it. And that's kind of a brief overview. I know it's, again, Rabbit Trail Central, all over the place, airplane view. But I kind of just want to give a little bit of background to who I am, what I'm doing, and all that. So that way when I'm talking about different things and I reference Pennsylvania and I reference Maine, it, it, at least some of it makes some contextual sense. Uh, most of the people that listen to this are going to know me. So this will probably be um, Refresher or whatever, Old Hat. But yeah, so that's that's me. Um, and uh, also I wanted to get into a little bit more. Like I said, I do terrible scripted. And I want to give a little more, just ramble a little bit, I guess, about why I wanted to do this podcast and so I got the idea about a year ago I, I used to I have them all still but I used to just when I was driving around for work I would just put my recorder on and I just ramble about different topics and I mean like, man I should just start my own podcast I call it the junk drawer because it's going to have no theme whatsoever it's going to be complete total chaos I'm just going to ramble forever about junk that probably nobody cares about but maybe somebody will find it entertaining and uh and it could be fun and then i could get guys on here and we could have you know good wholesome debates or good laughs good stories all of that and uh so i i bounced around the idea for like a year and i was like man i don't even know how to go about doing that really i didn't really know much about it other than that. Like, oh, that'd be a cool idea. So then uh, my uncle Matt actually started a podcast and he was like, show me his stuff. And he's like, yeah, it's actually pretty easy. Once you kind of get these steps here and you need this and you get this piece of equipment, it's you know, pretty easy. You do this and then there's platforms out there that you publish it in and you know, do a little editing here and there. Da, 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 da. And I was like, wow, that's easy, especially since I'm going to keep mine pretty raw. Uh, I'm not going to be big into, Oh, I'm going to cut that clip out or edit that. Hey, this is, this is me. This is what it is. And, uh, just talk about the shenanigans and tomfoolery of my life. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, as far as that goes, that's going to be pretty easy. So I got the stuff, started messing around with it. And, and, uh, well, actually go rewind just a little bit. My wife was like, yeah, you should, you should totally do that. Like you'd be good at it. I was like, I don't know. I mean, Nobody's really going to care. It's just like, well, who cares if anybody cares? I was like, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's not why I'm doing it anyway. I'm not trying to get this massive following. And uh, I'm just you know, seeking to entertain and have fun with it. And so that's kind of what I did. So I got the stuff, started messing around with it. And, uh, and here we are. We're, we're doing it. This is episode one. Um, like I said, I, I have a bunch of, I'll do the lost episode, if you will, um, at some point, give, release some of the episodes I did while I was, you know, doping around trying to figure stuff out, and uh, they'll kind of be the blooper reel, I guess. But so that's what I did. Uh, we got this going, and here we are rambling about stuff. And uh, you know, another thing I thought would be fun to talk about in our first episode, uh, to actually give a little bit of content beyond just me rambling about why I'm doing this or about who I am. I um, want to talk a little bit about a sport that I love. Uh, I have mentioned earlier how I grew up playing all kinds of sports. And uh, we'll get into this more later on, I'm sure, when I actually bring somebody on here to talk more about golf. Uh, I, 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 I want to make this podcast a fun space where actually it's not always just me talking about stuff. I want to get, like have fun like interviewing people, even if it's stupid, even if we just laugh. Uh, this podcast that i listen to where some of the episodes the guys just laugh and some of those ones are actually some of the most entertaining um and so but i'm going to talk so i got into this sport like i said i'm kind of the lesser and in, athletically inclined philbrick so uh what sport would i choose but golf because you know that's the old man sport golf uh, growing up, <laughs> me and my brothers used to always make fun of golf. It was like, oh, that's what old guys do, you know, the the weenies go out and play golf. Oh, it's so easy, no. But just because it's you know all these old guys, it's just, just what they do. Um, and also, I'll get in uh, get into other sports too. And and when I say sports, I don't mean soccer because soccer's not a sport. That's what uh, you know, pansies play. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, so I got into golf. And I'll say, golf is like the most addicting sport I've ever played. I grew up playing football, basketball, baseball, softball, hockey. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing some because we played like everything. I mean, we'd go through our seasons of phases of like, oh, it's baseball season, so we're playing baseball, and you know, we pick our favorite player and we're that guy. We play basketball, and during Match Madness, we're out in the snow playing basketball. Uh, and so I grew up playing sports, but, you know, as I've kind of gotten older, gotten away from playing a lot of those sports, now it's like, well, you know, what hobby sport I going to play? I picked up golf. And I am telling you, I got the bug. Like, it bit me and it bit me bad. And so I got into golf, and golf is like one of those sports that you could waste so much time time and money on. So and especially me, like I like to get into the gear side of things. I like stuff. So I have to be careful. But so I got into golf. My uh my friend Calvin came up to Maine. Me and Hunter played with him a couple times. Then I got my own clubs and me and my brother in law started to go as much as we possibly could. And I am telling you what, it is it snowed like a foot and a half today and I just cannot wait for may to roll around when the club and the courses open up here in Maine and I can hit the course and start playing golf um and golf is just there's nothing like it and I know a lot of you are going to be like well what you know what's so fun about golf I I don't know it, you just have that one hit you could you could completely botch eight holes of golf and you're on your ninth hole, if you're playing nine holes, you're playing 18, whatever. And you could be on your last hole, and you have that last stroke that was just pure. And it's like eight holes of trash golf? I don't know what you're talking about. I just hit the shot of my life. I just, you know, I'm like a pro. Because it's like that that feeling of exhilaration that comes in. You just get that one good stroke. You have that one night, rip it right down the fairway, and it's like, yeah, I'm I'm. I could beat Tiger Woods right now, and you know, I'm. I'm the man, and that that just keeps you coming back. And it's like the only sport to me. The reason why I love it is because because I stink. Probably, I don't take myself so seriously that I just have fun. It's it, it's a time where you can just relax and have fun with whoever you're with. You have a good conversation. Uh, it's just a relaxing sport. So there's my little plug on golf. Um, like I said, I'm going to get into more on that topic at some point. But I wanted to have a little bit of something here in this episode that wasn't just uh, me rambling about me. So there's a, there's a little plug about a little insight into something that I'm interested in. And uh, yeah, so this is episode one. Um, I'm going to try to keep the episodes right around half an hour. So that way it's not... Super droll and me rambling like a drone. Uh, But something that's fun for people to listen to and it's quick. And uh, so that's episode one. I appreciate you for listening. And we'll be back here. I'm going to try to put out one episode a week. Uh, It'll be a weekly podcast. And I hope that you'll stick with me and uh, listen to this and have fun with me. Feel free to, if you know me, um, send me topics or... Ideas of things to talk about. Um, probably most people know how to reach me, and uh, uh, feel free to give me give me ideas. So I'm, I will. I uh, I want ideas of things that would be interesting to people. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening.